When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people... It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My name is Ariel. I moved to the U.S. at 19. I spoke no English, and I struggled finding job opportunities. Everything I have, I owe to the Adult Literacy Center and getting my high school diploma at age 22. It was an honor helping you achieve your greatness. Now you're helping others achieve theirs. It inspires me. When you graduate, they graduate. Find free and supportive adult education centers near you at finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. Ronananian. The most recent repair attempt was by the thieves up the highway that are running an exhaust shop that were trying to fix it that charged them $2,000 for a catalytic converter that did nothing to fix the truck or solve the problem. The Car Doctor. If you turn it right or left, do, do you feel a change in resistance of the key turn? No. Is, it, is it tighter one way than the other? No, not really. It feels like it always did when I used the key in the door. Welcome to the radio home of Ron and Anian, the car doctor. Since 1991, this is where car owners the world over turn to for their definitive opinion on automotive repair. If your mechanic's giving you a busy signal, pick up the phone and call in. The garage doors are open. But I am here to take your calls at 855-560-9900. And now, here's Ronnie. The thing I like most about the gym is before and after. The workouts are okay. I, I CrossFit. I'm trying to make myself beautiful once again, if that's possible. Um, I'm, I pity oh, poor Lord. Tom. Yeah, well, you know, it's just, it's it's the face and body made for radio, Tom. And I do CrossFit every week, and 
but it's nice, you know, you're 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 in there with a a younger group of well, I call them kids, but you know, they're in their thirties and forties. To me, they're kids, and you know, to hear the the conversation and the thoughts of younger people today, um, especially about their cars, is really interesting. We had the workout this morning, and afterwards, Coach Brian, he was working out with us. He wasn't coaching. Uh, Coach Mike was coaching. And Brian came over and started asking me about pickup trucks and availability and, you know, what do I think is a good truck? And I ran him through the list of, you know, what Ron likes, what Ron doesn't like. And, you know, I, I specifically said to him, I said, you know, Toyota, I think, makes a decent truck. Uh, I like Chevrolet as a truck. Fords are okay. I mean, listen, F-150s, F-250s, there's a bazillion of them out there. Um, I, I personally, from my experience, from my seat, I see some engine issues with some of the F-150s and 250s of late. And, you know, you've got to be prepared for that. You know, higher mileage, 120, 130,000 miles. Uh, and I guess my bigger concern is that I've noticed that if you have to replace an engine in a Ford versus the Chevy, that, you know, that Ford engine is, is like seven grand now. It's not cheap. It's It's gone way up, and I blame that on some of the electronics and the valve timing components that are in those engines that uh, they've gotten very, very expensive. So, you know, just a casual conversation. And listen, all that could change in six months. The car companies turn their turn themselves around and they do something different. And, uh, you know, it was just, Ron, what do you think I should buy? I'm thinking of buying a truck. And then I was explaining to Brian, and then Coach Mike came over, and a few other people came over. And, um, see, they don't really know what I do, so it's kind of great. They just think I'm this, which I am, just this local mechanic, and I never mention anything else. And, you know, uh, talk about national audiences and stuff. It's just, uh, just, just talking about cars. And the conversation inevitably turned to you know, what they want to buy. And, and Brian likes the Jeep Gladiators, but he thinks they're overly expensive, which they are. They're, they're you know, he was even telling me, he said, you know, Ron, I priced a Chevy pickup, a, a, a Toyota and a Ford pickup, everything I had previously told him. And he said, I looked at the Jeep Gladiator and the Jeep Gladiator equipped the same as the other three on average was about $15,000 more. And he said, I couldn't understand that. And I said, well, you're paying for the Jeep name. You're You're paying for that, you know, that everybody wants a Gladiator because Jeep used to make a pickup truck years and years and, you know, 25 years ago, whatever it was, 30 years ago, and they don't anymore, and all of a sudden now they brought it back, they're in demand. But the most interesting thing was to hear, you know, these these kids, as I call them, my kids, I think, I think of them as, they all want pickup trucks. They all want to go to Home Depot. They all want to be weekend warriors, you know, moving plywood, peat moss, lawnmowers, flower pots, the whole deal. And it's, you know, it made me realize that cars really still are a lifestyle thing. You know, everybody needs a pickup truck. And and I told them that. I, I, I kind of closed out the conversation as the next group of, wor- of people working out came in. I said, you know, everybody needs a pickup truck. You don't realize how much you need a pickup truck until you have one. And then all of a sudden, it's like the best thing since sliced bread because you, now the danger in owning a pickup truck is you, you know, you go to Home Depot. If you went with a, a small car, eh, there wasn't too much you could buy. You go with a pickup truck. It's like having a big shopping cart and a little shopping cart when you go to the supermarket. You ever notice how you buy less with the small shopping cart? Now you got this big shopping cart. How much stuff can I fit into this today? And it just, it's good. It's all good stuff. Listen, I guess my point is, Cars are so much of your lifestyle that you, I don't know if you realize, and I'm hoping you do, 
that they're just so important. It's so important to drive something that you like, that you need, that fits your budget, that fits what you do. And it's okay if it's old. You know, we work on old cars all the time. We had a 2000 GMC uh, Suburban. Well, it's a GMC. I think it's a Yukon. Same thing, Chevy Suburban uh, 2000. So it's 22 years old, came in this week with an alternator, with a charging system problem. The light had come on, they were traveling, and they made it home about an hour and 15 minutes away running off the battery. And I was kind of surprised to hear that until I got the car in the door and I diagnosed it. Yeah, it was a bad alternator. And getting the alternator is a whole nother story. And I learned something this week because it was my first real exposure for the way it was abused. The battery withstood the abuse. And I realized why after I looked at it. It was an Optima. It was an Optima yellow top as they call it. You know, it was one of the AGM batteries that has a longer service life, that has a better capacitance to run down or better ability to be run down and recharged. You know, diagnosed it, bad alternator, found the alternator $500 later because GM in 2000 made this very, very specific alternator. It has to, you know, such require 130 amp and it has to have um, certain hookups. And it was just, I was like, why can't we just use it? But you can't. It's got to be this, right, depending upon the way the truck is optioned out. And the customer said, do I need a new battery? Because it's, it's date-coded 2015, which, you know, if that was a conventional battery, yeah, you would have. But you charge that battery, and I really, I tell you what, I, I have to say this. Every time I use my associated battery charger, I just love it to death because, you know, it's just, it's all push buttons. Turn on the associated charger, tell it what it is, AGM, hook it up. It reads it, boom, done, charges it right to the level. Within 33 minutes, the battery was charged correctly, and I was very comfortable testing it, um, you know, knowing that when it said good, good is good, and battery state of charge was good. But that that Optima yellow top battery took a beating that it brought these people home with no alternator, from an hour and 15 minutes out, traveling at 60, 65 miles an hour, running air conditioning because they didn't realize, they just saw the battery light come on. They didn't realize that they didn't have, you know, an alternator working. They just kind of trollot along. You know, you, you ever trollot when you drive? So, you know, you get what you pay for. Now, the point becomes, again, a 2000, a 22-year-old vehicle. Why would you put money into that? Why would you still have that? Because it fits their need. And it's no different than the folks at the gym that everybody wants to have a pickup truck and they want to use pickup truck or they want to change their SUV into something smaller or bigger. It's because cars become a lifestyle and it doesn't matter whether it's new or old. There's something very specific about cars today. There's something that will drive you to look. You can have technical problems with something old. You can have technical issues with something new. We had a 2017, a 2017 Chrysler Pacifica that came into the shop this week that had a dead battery. The car had 41,000 miles on it. It's just four years old, and it needed a battery, an AGM battery. All right. And, you know, this particular one was manufactured by Chrysler. So I'm not sure if Chrysler needs to take a lesson or two from Optima, but, um, uh, you know, it, it was just kind of a very stark reality. You know, two AGM batteries, two different tails. Here's a battery that just died a slow death after four years. And I can understand why, because the amount of electronics on that 2017 Pacifica versus the 2000 GMC Yukon, it's, it's, it's Wright Brothers to Space Shuttle stuff. And the even the draw test, 
I thought this was interesting. Even the draw test, Chrysler, in order to make their auto start function work, they tie in a very small battery that just powers up the auto start module and its selective components that make that operation work. We actually had to test the battery differently doing things in series instead of the way we normally do it with an amp probe to get an accurate reading of draw because of the second battery for the auto starter. We had to go through and disconnect the auto start. They gave us a bunch of options, but it's funny the way the electronics are changing some of the testing that we used to do on everyday stuff to, uh, you know, to make it work. It just, it just, it, cars are a changing, right? And those news flash there. So, um, but in any event that I just, I just thought it was interesting uh, to open up that way. And by the way, more information out on the web. I believe it's OptimaBatteries.com or just Google Optima Batteries. But that stuff that they tell us about the red, the yellow, and the other AGM batteries that Optima makes, all that's true. I, 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 I saw it firsthand this week and how well it worked. It, um, I always say buy the biggest battery you can afford and the biggest battery you can find in some cases. And in this case, it brought these people home very safe and sound. So it was a very, very good thing. Well, we've got a big show for you today. We're going to take your calls at at one eight five five. I guess 855 would work. 855-560-9900. We're going to have to talk to Tom Ray a little bit. I'm sure he's got some two cents about what went on this week. But right now, let's pull over and take a pause. When we come back, we'll open the garage doors. I'm Ron Ananian. Don't go away. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at, like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Check the backseat. Check the backseat. All right, come here. Check the backseat. Gets in your head, right? good because every year dozens of children are forgotten in the backseat of a car by a parent or caregiver all never thought it could happen to them but with changes in routines distractions or a sleeping child it can happen to anyone parked cars get hot fast and can be deadly so get it in your head Check the back seat. a message from nitsa and the ad council as the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. Little GTO, you really look at Three deuces and a four-speed and a 389. Need advice on how to maintain that classic GTO? Ron is the guy. 855-560-9900. Here's Ron. And thanks to Tom. Tom passed me a note during the break. He looked it up. OptimaBatteries.com is the website you're looking for for, for an Optima yellow top. So OptimaBatteries.com. Great stuff. 
Um, and by the way, it's associated test equipment. Uh, I think it's associated equipment. Tom will look that one up at the next break, associatedequipment.com maybe, and pass that along as well. Let's get up to Scott in Maine, 68 Ford Mustang, and some uh, problems, rear opinion, seal, and trans leak. Scott, welcome to the car, doctor, sir. How can I help? Well, thank you very much for accepting my call. You're welcome, sir. Um, I've spent roughly 10 years restoring this car, just piece by piece, and had the rear end completely rebuilt with new races, bearings, seals. But I'm leaking rear end fluid out of the uh, pinion seal. Okay. And I, my question was, do you think it could be that the crusher sleeve that's used in between wasn't torqued tight, tightly enough? Well, I think, you know, listen, there has to be a certain amount of preload on the bearings themselves. If the bearing preload is set right, do you, do you understand what I mean by the term preload? No, sir. Okay. So take your hand, put it on your desktop, and without mm-hmm. any pressure on it, lightly drag your hand across the desk. There's a certain amount of friction there, right? Right. Okay. Now take your hand and push down as hard as you can and drag it across the desk. There's even more friction, mm-hmm. right? It's There's more yeah. load. So a bearing and a differential has to have preload. It has to have a certain amount of pressure on it, okay? It's not too much, not too little, we don't want it to bounce around. We don't want there to be play. We don't want your hand to just bounce up off the desktop for no reason. We want a certain amount of, the non-technical term would be crush, is what we call it. And I'm hesitant to use that because people think, I mean, we're actually trying to crush the bearing. No, we're just trying to get good contact and load, all right? Does the mm-hmm. does the rear end make any noise? Have you driven the car? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I okay. drive it couple thousand miles a year all right so does the rear um, end make any noise a little bit of a whining noise well you know back then depending upon the type of gear and how the gear was cut wine could be strictly gear related and not bearing related so let's for the sake of conversation let's assume the rear was assembled correctly all right mm-hmm. and what you one of the things you could do is do you own an inch pound torque wrench Yes, I okay. have access to one. See what see what kind of rotational torque. Take the wheels off. All right, put it in neutral. Take the wheels off. This is a posi, I assume. Yes, posi is going to be a little different. But see what kind of rotational torque it takes to move that to move that pinion yoke. Pull the drive shaft down. You know, I'll see like thirty to sixty inch pounds of torque, rotational torque to move that bearing or to move that yoke. Thirty to. Yeah, 30 yep. to 60. 100 is not going to scare me. 200 is going to scare me. <laughs> All right? Okay. You know, so just, you know, how does it look? How does it feel? How does it sound? Then my next comment is going to be, and I don't think this is going to be a bearing that's too tight, unless they've really yanked on these things. All right? When they assembled the rear, New York? Uh No. Everything was examined internally, and everything looked fine. Okay. Because if there was the least little bit of a groove in that yoke, it will tear up the sleeve over time quickly. Okay. So, you know, what did the yoke look like? And then last thing, when they put the yoke onto the pinion where it's splined, Mm -hmm. I always put a dab of RTV on the inside of the splines, slide it on, 
and now no gear oil can come up the spline between the spline and the yoke and leak out past the nut. Right? Okay. Because that's exactly where it's coming from. Okay. So maybe they didn't maybe they didn't seal the splines to the yoke. And if that's the case, and you know, if the yoke looks okay, because I'm sure they're not a dime a dozen to get, you know, I would tell you, you know, put a little RTV. Um I'm fussy on RTV, as you guys can all imagine. I like from Permatex, it's a product called the right stuff. All right. They come in a small yep. they come yep. in a that comes in a small cheese whiz can. It'll be black or ultra gray, uh, or grayish mm-hmm. black. Um familiar with it. Yep. Okay. You know, if you've got an O'Reilly Auto parts, they'll have it. If not, jump out to O'ReillyAuto.com. You'll be able to get it there and order it. But you know, Permatex, the right stuff. Uh, will work very well there. Just let it dry, you know, slide it on, let it dry. Make sure everything is clean and dry. Although the right stuff's a little more forgiving. You can, uh, you know, it can have a little bit of, of gear oil there. They tell you you can use the right stuff right away once you put it on, although we're a little, you know, more, um, again, the word is fussy, you know, clean and dry everything and then assemble it and then use it a couple hours later. But try that. Try that and see what that does, and it'll be it'll be good to note that when you back off the pinion nut, you know you'll know what rotational torque is, and I think you're going to find that it's pretty hard to crush that crush collar unless you're really pulling hard on it. All right, you've really got to yeah. you know crush it to get it to move, and then last when you do put it together before you take it apart, um, count the threads. How many threads are exposed past the top of the nut? It's a little unscientific, you know, but it's an eyeball. Yep. It's an eyeball judgment. Where's that point of the nut where the where the top inside edge of the nut crosses the point of the thread? You know, are you back at that point? I don't care how you mark it. Put a scratch mark in it with an all. You know, that's where you should mm-hmm. end up again with a skosh more. Uh, you know, a skosh is you get it. Okay. So, so all right. if I do if I do that, would you re- re- recommend replacing the uh, crusher sleeve? No, I don't think you need to. I don't think you need to, Scott. I think you're fine. I think it's just going to be a matter of, you know, if it's leaking out the pinion seal. The crusher sleeve just sets the preload, and once it's there, you're fine. We take many apart, and we've never had an issue with it. So just watch your measurements before and after. Everything should match. You got any other questions? Give me a shout. I'm Ron Annie, the car doctor. Back right after this. Selena. Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to Stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Let's take a moment to breathe. Deep inhale. Extend your spine. Remain focused on what you're doing. If safe to do so, exhale slowly, leaning to one side. Inhale back to center. If safe to do so, exhale slowly to the opposite side. Find mental health resources at loveyourmindtoday.org. This message is brought to you by the Huntsman Mental Health Institute and the Ed Council. 
More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring bit. out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Just take your place in the drive Welcome back. We're on the the car doctor here at 855-560-9900. 855-560-9900. Also get out the cardoctorshow.com, our brand new website. And uh, I have a couple of posts up there. I'm, I'm generating a blog just talking about different things I see during the course of the week and the and the life cycle of an auto repair. So uh, cardoctorshow.com. And if you need me during the week, Ron at cardoctorshow.com. Drop me a line. Right now, let's get over to Brian in Philly with some comments. He's a firefighter, as I understand it. And he had an interesting car fire recently. Brian, welcome aboard, sir. What's going on? Hey, how are you doing today? Good, good, good. good. Uh, Ron? Yes, sir. Ron, this, is, um, this actually made national news. Um, I wasn't at this particular fire, but a brand-new top-of-the-line Tesla Plaid caught fire. The owner was trying to get out, but the locks malfunctioned. He had to literally force his way out. So with a Tesla... It takes 25,000 gallons of water to put them out. A conventional car, 300 gallons. And um, like I said, this and um, there's 7,000 batteries um, within this uh, Tesla, two hours to put it out. And so this gentleman, his lawyer is speaking for him. This is a brand new one. And, you know, the, the, the fire chiefs, we, there has to be certain training and certain guidelines we use. These things are actually scary. When something like this happens, all right, all right. How, how long have you? How long have you been a firefighter, Brian? Uh, thirty years. Okay, so I'm, you, a, I'm a volunteer, but thirty years. So you've kind of seen it all. Yeah, and I've, t- I've taken auto extrication classes. I'll be honest; I am scared of these cars. Well, you know, because there's low voltage, power voltage. Even when we shut the voltage down, 
what what's the guarantee we're not going to get electrocuted? Well, yeah, my and listen, oh, I'm not trying to diminish that. My concern with Tesla's, we, and we had, uh, I don't know if you caught the show about a month and a half, two months ago, we had Fireman Tim, as we call him, from Connecticut on, and he was talking about how the fires in a Tesla, because it's it's Tesla right now, right? Like Tesla is the electric car. The fire in a oh, Tesla yeah. will burn hot enough that in some cases melt through into the ground and or become a small explosion. And Oh, yeah. Right. And you know what we had to do? What we had, what they had to do was they had to take this car, stick it at, at a municipal lot away from everything because of the chance of re re um, starting starting a fire again. So and this is a brand new one. This is the brand new top of the line. Elon Musk says, "Oh, we have to make some adjustments." People are lining up for this car. There's waiting lists. People don't realize the technology is not perfected. Right. And it's, it's these cars are. Da- I mean, these cars are dangerous. I mean, this guy he couldn't get out. He had to force his way out. He could have burned to death. Right. Yeah. And I, people are paying all this money. And what really bothers me is all the American companies say, "Oh, we're going to go all electric by this year." God forbid that happens. Because let me tell you something. You know, I don't want to sound like Ralph Nader. He called the Corvair unsafe at any speed. These cars are unsafe with any fire or entrapment. And you know what I'm saying? I, I'm not a big fan of electric cars, but... What do you drive every day, I'm Brian? Scared. What's your everyday car? I, drive a, I have a 2017 Ford Fusion. Okay. I don't, and, you know, no hybrid, just the, you know, straight up 2.5 uh, inline four. Right. Have you, but, ha- have um, you had to put out conventional vehicle fires? Many, many, many times. It takes 300 gallons of water, and it's pretty quick. Right. And this was... This thing, 25,000 gallons of water. And it took two hours to do. Where'd they get the water from? Oh, we have tanker trucks. Basically, we have a lot of water. It's a suburb, but there's there's a big water supply. Like I said, there's a very ample water supply. Um, the fire trucks carry a lot of water, but we had to call out a sec. We had to call out. We had to call out twice as many ve- twice as many fire vehicles because we needed more pumps to pump out more water. What do you think's going to happen? For that electric vehicle, just your perspective, I, you know, and I'm fine with this. You know, there are certain parts, and we'll talk about Route 80. Route 80, you know, goes from one end of the country to the other, and there's certain parts of Route 80 that are just desolate. It's yeah. you're out in and, the middle of nowhere. You know, and you know what? Let's see. If, 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 if there's no infrastructure. If you run out of electricity, you're stuck. Maybe it's the winter. And but the thing is, when especially the Americans, they keep pushing the concept they're going to go 100 percent electric by by this date. Right. It's it's impossible. And you brought up a very good point. My my niece lives in Arizona. They the grid can't keep up with the hot weather and all the air conditioning and things like that. How are we going to set up an infrastructure on the west on the western United States if we can't even manage to keep air conditionings going? This is a pipe dream. Well, and you know what? I hope it never gets this. You know, the one of the issues is, and I had I had lunch with a very dear uh, dinner with a very dear friend this week. Tony and I went to the diner. We were talking, and it wasn't an argument. I've never had an argument with Tony in all the years that I've known him. But he's like, Ron, you got to get behind electric vehicles. You got to embrace it for what it yep. is. And and what I had said to him is what I'm going to say to all of you. I've yet to see how this technology is going to work. And Tony made the argument that. You know, the blacksmith back at the turn of the previous century that was shoeing horses 
was being told or telling everybody, you know what, they're they're never going to get gasoline combustion vehicles off the ground. Where are we going to get gas from? Where are we going to get the supply from? Where is it all going to happen? But the world was very different then in my mind. It wasn't as connected and it wasn't as global as it is today. And it wasn't a question of air pollution as their argument for getting rid of electric vehicles is now. They want, you know, they want electric vehicles to help clean up the air, which we could have that conversation about where's the electricity going to come from. But one of the things I took away from my conversation with Tony is we have to be open minded, but you've got to show me something. You know, I want I kept thinking about this all week after dinner. I want the Star Trek effect. All right. Mm-hmm. I want I want somebody to show me the phaser, the transporter. You know, I want to see the next level of technology. It's it's right. not that it's not that we're anti electric vehicle. It's we're anti stupidity. And I think that's, I, don't know. I, I, I just I, I just think people don't want stupid. We're done with that. And if you can't produce a product that's going to actually work. Right, Tony, if, if they could come out, I'm sorry, Tony, uh, Brian, if they could come out with an electric vehicle, it was A, easily easy to be extinguished, easy to recharge, easy to uh, recycle, and affordable, and more reliable, and you knew that the, the, it, was a, it was a practical, more practical, as well broken in as a gas car. Wouldn't you be more open to the idea? I absolutely would. But, you know, I'd be more comfortable, too, if it was maybe a plug-in with, and it had maybe it could also like if if you needed it run on gasoline too right. run, run on that and there are cars like that you know there's hybrids that could also sure. run on full plug in and a friend of mine has one but at least you if if the electric you can get off the electric you could you have the gas back up i mean i'd be fine for partial electric but i want internal combustion i don't care if it's hybrid i want internal combustion and you know even there's, there's like they're coming out with um what do you call it? Electric tractor trailers where UPS and uh, yes. Walmart bought them. I used to drive tractor trailers. I've driven diesel and I've driven natural gas because, you know, natural gas, we don't have an infrastructure, but they run fine. As a truck driver, nobody, nobody, you know, nobody expects it to be any good. You know, we can't shift. You know, we don't have any, any mechanism, you know, because you have to have a mechanism of shifting, upshift, downshift. I think these are all pipe dream. I think Elon Musk, everything he's, you know, it's over-optimism. It's over-optimism by the big three. They're making it sound like a rosy picture, like this is easy to happen. Look, I'm 54. I think I'll be long dead when they perfect this. Right. Well, and I'll leave it here. I'll tell you what, Brian, let me me leave it here as my last thought because we could could go on all hour. You know, somebody made a comment to me this week that the reason Tesla is doing so well and I haven't verified this, but I think it's a valid point to consider is because he's also receiving a lot of government rebate and funding and tax credits and allowances that the U.S. government is kind of behind Tesla at some level trying to push this product along because they want it to happen. Uh, you know, what's going right. to happen when all that government financing, so to speak, goes away? I always think about that caller we had from Mexico a few months back. And it, it, we've actually got, you know, we've got callers all over the world with podcasting and streaming, uh, not just terrestrial radio stations. And he called in and he was kind of laughing at us. He said, you know, not laughing at us, but he said, you know, what's interesting about America is you guys are all going to go electric and Mexico is not going to go electric anytime soon. Or we're not even predicting it because we don't have the infrastructure. Mexico is a poor country. Mexico can't afford to do what America is going to do as they claim they're going to put electric chargers all up and down every highway. He says it's never going to happen here. 
and I keep thinking about, you know, somebody must know something I don't know because I'm pretty sure the air blows all around. It doesn't get to Mexico and stop, and we keep the clean air on our side and the dirty air on their side. So I, I just look at all this, and I scratch my head, and that's my comment. You know, I want, I'm anti-stupid. I'm not anti-electric car. I'm just anti-stupid. You got to show me something common sense. You got to show me Star Trek. Show me how this is going to work. Don't tell me we're going to do it and expect me to wait 15 years for the answer. Appreciate the call, Brian. Keep them coming. 855-560-9900. Ron and Andy, the car doctor, coming back right after this. Do you love Selena? Like, really love Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. My name is Ariel. I moved to the U.S. at 19. I spoke no English and I struggled finding job opportunities. Everything I have, I owe to the Adult Literacy Center and getting my high school diploma at age 22. It was an honor helping you achieve your greatness. Now you're helping others achieve theirs. It inspires me. When you graduate, they graduate. Find free and supportive adult education centers near you at finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. <laughs> Six hours of school, I had enough for the day. I hit the radio dial and turned it up all the way. I got a dance. Welcome back. Ron and the Car Doctor. Isn't it great 
when you look at you know it's it's uh, you get into some of the YouTube videos with the older songs you know watching the the car songs being done live on Ed Sullivan from the 60s I watched the Beach Boys do 409 the other day on Ed Sullivan out on YouTube and it was just and I'm dating myself Ed Sullivan right um, you know Sunday nights Ed Sullivan right it was you always knew when it was time for bed at um, at nine o'clock when Ed Sullivan was over but um, just what what great car songs went with the great cars of the 60s and the 70s the 80s not so much and the 90s nobody's writing car songs about Priuses trust me so let's get over to uh, let's go over to Sam in Arizona 03 Buick LeSabre Sam what's going on here how can I help Hi, thanks. Uh, so, try to start my car coming out from work when it's really hot here in Tucson. Right. Like 105, and a couple times, so it's intermittent. It won't start. But if I... Wait, wait, wait a minute. It. It's, wait, wait a minute. It's how hot? 105. Brother. <laughs> dry heat. <laughs> dry heat. You know, I keep hearing that argument. It's a dry heat. Let me tell you. 105 is 105. All right, it's 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 still hot. God bless you. Yeah. Uh, um. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry, I'm trying to start. It starts okay cold though. I don't. I, it doesn't have this problem typically. Right. Especially cold. So it won't start, and if I gas it, it'll start and stay started as long as I keep my foot on the pedal. But as soon as I let my foot off the pedal, it'll die. The RPMs come down, but so to get home, I like started in neutral, and then while well, keep the gas on a little bit, put it in reverse and backed out, and then try to put it in drive, and it kept on dying until I figured out, you know, barely just touching the pedal without messing up the gears, the transmission, shifting it, and getting going forward. And then once I got on the highway, it was okay, and I got home, and it was okay. A couple. Days later, it did it again in the morning. I'm, I'm sorry, late morning was hot outside, like 105 still, and I had to use the pedal to keep it going for a little bit. So I checked the throttle position sensor with a scan tool with just the key on, not the ignition on, and when I step on the pedal, you can see the throttle position sensor goes from 0% to 100% perfect. Okay. I don't think it's a throttle position. Answer. I don't think, do you so. think it could be. I don't think so either. I'll tell you what. Let me pull over and take a pause, and when we come back, I'll have an answer for you because I think I know what's wrong with your car. Sam, I'll be back right after this. I'm Ron Anini, the car doctor. Everybody else, don't go away. Do you love Selena? Like really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. My name is Ariel. I moved to the U.S. at 19. I spoke no English and I struggled finding job opportunities. Everything I have, I owe to the Adult Literacy Center and getting my high school diploma at age 22. It was an honor helping you achieve your greatness. Now you're helping others achieve theirs. It inspires me. When you graduate, they graduate. Find free and supportive adult education centers near you at finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time 
with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Every highway let me slip away on you. Every highway. Welcome back, Ryan and the Car Doctor. Let's get back to uh, let's get back to Sam in Arizona. Sam, you're there, sir. Yeah, hi, thanks. Hi. So, you know, when you go to start this after it's sitting and it's hot, it's it's a long crank time, right? You have to hold your foot to the floor. No, I just give it a little gas and it'll start. Okay, what's a little quarter throttle? Yeah. Okay. So, any work done to this? Any repair? Any diagnostic attempts done to this? Any repair attempts? Anything? Just me looking at, just looking for vacuum leaks or any. Okay. Obviously, do you know what the fuel pressure? Wires. Do you know where the fuel pressure regulator is? Yeah, I took that off. There's no, there's no fuel in there. The the vac the line. Okay. Well, what I want you to do is take the vacuum line off, and uh-huh. when the when the car is hot, I want you to take the vacuum line off and let it sit with the line off. Put a little tissue paper in the vacuum nipple you know toilet paper just put a little bowl of toilet you know i don't want you to get it stuck in there what i want to see is as the vehicle gets hot does it start to out fuel you know spritz out fuel onto the tissue paper if you take the tissue paper out of that little vacuum nipple you know two hours later does it have gasoline on it if you mean it, just when it's sitting yeah just when it's sitting okay you know just just when it's sitting the idea is that because it's so hot the heat is building pressure in the fuel rail, all right, and it's pushing uh-huh. fuel out past the rubber diaphragm, and you're gonna find you're gonna find fuel or the odor of fuel on that tissue. Make sense? 
Yeah, so so if that's the case, then it's the regulator. Then it's the regulator that needs to be replaced. The regulators went porous all the time. Sometimes, and they are persnickety. That is the word. Because I'm telling you, if you ever have a bad one that drives you crazy, you're going to go, that was persnickety. That was a Ron word. All right? We would actually we would actually go down to the small engine lawnmower shop and get, you know, clear plastic fuel line and put the clear uh-huh. plastic fuel line on the nipple and then put the rubber vacuum hose on the other end of the clear plastic fuel line and we would actually see fuel while the engine was running up the vacuum line. Um, you know, you would see it start to... In some cases, we saw some bad ones where we'd see bubbles. Well, if you see bubbles, that means the rest of it's fuel. It's drawing fuel out the regulator and that was the reason the car ran so bad. Double check that fuel pressure regulator. Be as exact as you can. Call me back. Let me know what happens. Till then, I'm Ron and Aining, the car doctor, reminding all of you, good mechanics aren't expensive. They're priceless. See ya. America, we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct, but most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My simple solution to the problem was remove people from the scene and help them feel safer. In response to attacks against Asian Americans, Maddie Park raised over $250,000 to donate cab rides to the Asian community. There is so much more work to be done. We really need to come together and tackle this issue as a community. Support the Asian community. Learn how at lovehasnolabels.com. Brought to you by Love Has No Labels and the Ad Council.